everyone. Uh, this is episode four. Hi, James. Welcome back to Why Such a Fast Podcast. Hi, Christina. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, welcome. Good to see you. Right. So today we're going to be talking about certification myths. I don't know about you, but I come across quite a few of them when it comes to GDPR. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I come across loads when it comes to cybersecurity. Excellent. So with that in mind, can you talk us about cybersecurity essential certification? Why is it needed as a small business, for example? Should I invest in it? You know, do I need it? If so, why? Or do all businesses need it? Thank you, Christina. It's it's a real it's a real good point and it's something that it's a very, very complicated but simple answer, which might sound a bit um counterintuitive, but Cyber Essentials is is the is the government's framework as to how we should all be managing our IT. So it's really and it's a it's a really good basic line in the sand to say these are the things that we should be doing. And for all businesses, we should be aligning ourselves to that. Mm-hmm. The the certification does tell you and your customers that you're doing all the right things. Uh, personal opinion. Um, if, if you're doing a cyber essentials, uh, doing the essential standard certification, really no, no, no benefit in, in, in that certification other than saying that you're doing those right things, but you're not audited. It, it's not, no one actually tests anything on that. So it's just, uh, from that side, it's a tick box exercise. Now where it does come into play is if you want to work with local government or any government bodies anything like that that that's where it's massively important because you won't be able to work with them so if you've got government contracts at the moment getting this in place now because it will push down the line um so if you're doing anything with the nhs you're doing anything with the um, dwp or anything just with your local council it's it's going to become a a massive requirement for cyber essentials and then it's soon going to become Cyber Essentials Plus that you have to do. So you have to be audited right? Um, to make sure that you're doing the right things. Um, I'm, however, if you're not working with local government and they are not working with someone else that's working with local government, at this point in time, you, you're not required to do the certification. What I would say is aligning yourself to those minimum standards it says you're doing the right things. Now, some other pluses that I haven't touched on are, if you've got a cyber essential certification um, and you've been through that, especially if you've done the plus version, if there was a data breach and the ICO come along and say, what are, you, what are your policies like and what have you done? You have already put a massive tick in the box to say, mm. I'm already doing this. Um, and if you've got plus, that's a real big tick to say actually you've covered all the bases and you're doing the right things so you are you are then able to mitigate some of those any of those issues there is also an insurance policy that comes with it so you are covered for twenty thousand pounds worth of cyber uh, or for cyber security insurance it's nowhere near enough for any business twenty thousand pounds is not going to help you massively but what it will do is reduce your extra insurances that you will be taking out Mm. so again some extra benefits to to that so no you don't need it but should you have it absolutely 100 every every business should be doing this 
and anyone that's work, looking to work with anyone, remember this is it's not just a badge. It's telling you that they're doing the right things with their cybersecurity and your data. Yeah. From that side of things, um, and so yeah, that's us. That's how that's how we think about it, Christine. And also, no, I, and I agree. And also, if you are a business that right now is not working with a government or any government body, aligning yourself to those essential framework. A, it still helps you with your GDPR from a, from a GDPR perspective because you are supposed to put in place security measures to protect the data so that it's it's a given. But also, should you in future work with governmental body, you're already a step ahead, yeah. isn't it? Because you know, then once you've already got all of those measures in place, getting the certification will not be such a big effort. Yeah, hundred percent. It, it, it's just about getting things right beforehand, yeah. Instead of being in a mad rush down the line, absolutely. Um, if, yeah. You know, so if, if, if you're if you've aligned, there's still a, there's still some work to go through. Those, those questionnaires are not simple. It's not just a scan. It is you know it's a, it's a tick, it's tick box and word answers. What are your policies for this? What are your policies for that? Yeah. So you know you, it will like you said. I see your point about the being covering off so much for GDPR. It is true. There are so many elements to this that are going to help with that. Yeah, absolutely. Because one of the questions that I also get, or statement more than a question, is I'm registered with the ICO, therefore I'm compliant. GDPR is still a relatively young regulation. It's only been around for five years. There is no such a thing as a compliance certification for GDPR. Registering with the ICO... All it, all it is, is paying a tax. That's all it is. It's just a fee. And then you do get a document that confirms that you have registered and it gives you a registration number. So think of it more of like a receipt or like a proof that you are registered. But all it means is that you have paid your tax, nothing more. So from a compliance perspective, it means nothing. So you still have to do a lot of, lot of work to, to become compliant and security aspect are just one of the requirements of the entire regulation. So from a GDPR perspective, in order to maintain that compliance once you've achieved it, is really is to carry out regular audits, ideally annually. And you could have your DPO, if you have a DPO internally to do it, or if you have an external DPO, they can do that for you as part of their role. Or in any case, get a qualified and experienced consultant, you know, a specialist that can come in and do that audit for you. And maybe they've been with you since the beginning, helping you with that implementation. It's like a car needs an MOT or a service once a year. It's exactly the same thing with GDPR, with any regulation or frameworks that you might implement in your organization. So, yes, yeah, so get that as part of your strategy in your budget and in your multi-year plan. Thank you very much, James, for joining us today. And I'm sure I will see you again in the next few episodes. I'll see you again soon, Christina.